You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. everybody welcome into another exciting episode of the filthy fantasy football show safe space for all you foul mouth fantasy players out there as always it's your boys king josh josh the king big row and the fantasy fish what the fuck is going on guys how's it going oh you know destroyed you guys in league pick them last week (laughs) (laughs) don't overreact to week one josh just hide it all over my mic I know, like, as I'm probably going to, like, fucking lose out the rest of the year. Although, I will say, I actually, I had a decent fantasy week one. Um, I went 9-3 and three in uh, my set lineup leagues, and I went 7-0 and oh in my Eliminator leagues. So, still mm. still alive, baby. Damn right. Yeah, I went 5-2. and two. Interestingly enough, I've, I lost in our listener league and our home league. That's it. Yeah, I went uh, two and five. It was not the best week, but I won in our home league and I beat Director Ross. And that's all that matters. I barely won in our home league and I'm very worried about my team. Rome, you and I were talking about a pre-show. I I like my team, but it's got some question marks. Najee Harris, I'm looking at you, buddy. Yeah. And Keenan Allen. Fix that hammy. Fix that hammy, baby. And Trey Lance fucking sucks. So bad. <laughs> yes, he does. He's so fucking bad. Ruined my fucking team. Ugh. God, now I'm so, I'm so pumped for you because I got you so goddamn late in the draft. And now I'm going to fucking drop him for Carson Wentz. Maybe, probably not. But. I, I, I'd hold him still. I know. <laughs> Anyways, uh, for tonight's episode, we are going to talk about some news from around the league, and we are going to talk about your Thursday night matchup and your AFC matchups for week two of the NFL season. Right off the bat, Jerry Jones is, God, he's a frustrating man. He is, I like his optimism, and I like his love of prostitutes, but he is a difficult man when it comes to football because Jerry Jones said the team will not place Dak Prescott on the injured reserve. So, He believes that Dak will be back within under four weeks, which is fucking stupid because he broke his thumb on his goddamn throwing hand and had to get screws and pins and plates put into it. But hey, I like the optimism, I guess. Listen, you didn't know that Jerry got his doctorate? Nobody knew. Did he pay for it? Didn't Russell Wilson do the same injury, though, and come back last year? Within like two weeks. Yeah, and he was fucking awful when he came back. I never said Dak Prescott will be good. I just said he may actually be back. You know, I have a controversial thought. Granted, Dak's hurt. But what if C.D. Lamb isn't as good as everyone was hoping he was going to be? Maybe he's got the uh, Juju Smith syndrome. He needs a guy that's there that's fucking good. He needs a Batman, and he can be Robin. Uh, Maybe. Yeah, we haven't seen it yet. Well, I've seen some like dynasty rankings and Lamb is still like a top like five wide receiver, sometimes even like a first round pick in startup dynasty. I, 
he's he's talented and he's good but like kind of like what you said i think he's kind of like a little bit of a juju smith schuster where he needs like another alpha guy to distract and you know who the fuck distracts in dallas like he very well could be but we just haven't seen it so there's no way to really know and with Dak out, we're still not going to know. I think you're still kind of have to take him there because he's so young and he has a lot of potential. Yeah, but the I'm very worried about the Dallas offense for the next forever because Cooper Rush ain't the answer. Do you make the trade for Jimmy G? Like, what do you do? You know, I fucking would personally, but I'm also thinking they're going to rely heavily on Zeke and Pollard. They have to. Got to do something. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. Keenan Allen. Um, he's more than likely going to be out of week two. Uh, Coach Brandon Staley says he doesn't want to rule him out. But on the bright side, they did say that uh, the MRI on his hamstring showed that it's not very serious. So he might not miss very much time. I just think with the short turnaround, you know, I, I really don't think Keenan plays. And if he does, I probably wouldn't start him just because. What if he? What if he's only out there for like five snaps, you know, and and just to kind of yeah. work as a decoy? It's just not worth it. But agreed. Yep. Uh, Ty Montgomery has been placed on the injured reserve for the New England Patriots. So, womp womp. Mm. So much for that. Well, uh, yeah, it, was good, it was good while it lasted, Ty. <laughs> yeah, good job, man. Ty Montgomery. I guess. I guess. Uh, I mean, what Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, who, who's the? I mean, I know it's still D- uh, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, but I guess you know so much for Ty Montgomery. I guess that was the thing. For thanks for stopping by. We'll see you later. Uh, not that this was very fantasy relevant, but Kyron Williams, backup running back for the LA Rams, he's been placed on injured reserve and will be out six to eight weeks. Running back Ken Walker will play Week Two. Sneaky Pete did confirm. I guess that's good news. Noise. I mean, Penny looked all right. You know what? There was a honestly, his stat line doesn't look that great, but he had like three great runs that were negated by a holding. Yeah. He had that one. He ran for like 17. That was a beautiful run, but there was a holding call. And you're like, fuck, that kind of sucks. He had one that he, uh, I thought he looked pretty damn good on the run and then got stripped and they had some hustling fucking old linemen that were able to pick the ball up. But I, when I saw him make the cut, I was like, oh, damn, look, there's that first round talent everybody saw and liked and drafted him as. Yeah, about time. Uh, speaking about first round picks, Najee Harris said he he said that he'll play week two against the Patriots. What do you. Let me ask you, and, and 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 I do have Harris in a few leagues, but let me ask is just because you know, a lot of people probably have this question. How confident are you playing Harris in kind of a yucky looking offense and against a tough matchup with the New England Patriots this coming Sunday? I mean, what do you do? I'm like seventy five percent. Yeah, I'm going to start him probably too. He's he's going to play, barring any setbacks. My thing with Najee is not. This week, it's how does this turn out over the course of a season? If he's hurt now and he's playing hurt now, when does it break? You know, like when do you have to stop playing? But I guess they're going to use the shit out of him because they have to as long as he's in the game. That's why I'm going to try to trade Najee Harris in our home league. <laughs> I see. I see the ears perk up, Rome. I'm always about trades. You know that. I'll blow my um, shit up. 
Marlon Mack signed to the practice squad of the San Francisco 49ers. So, yeah, he did. Get him out there. Let's do this. Hey, man. James Robinson showed you that you can come back from an Achilles injury. Listen. James Robinson is the man. He is the man. He's your he's your side that's piece, it. Fish. He, like my, pretty soon, he's going to replace Renfro. I'm going to go yeah. tell Renfro on you. He's on my roster. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> he's on mine too. He knows. <laughs> uh, then Lat Murray signed with the Saints backfield on their practice squad as well. So he's back in New Orleans. Cool. Good for him. <laughs> That's what, when I read that, I was like, <laughs> like, no, I was one, like no one cares. <laughs> it was like big news. It like gave me like, I got like three notifications about it. And I was like, this one really? Right. Dude, th- that that's the only reason why I'm talking about it is because it blew my phone up. And I was like, who fucking cares? Lat- I didn't even know Lat Murray was still in the league, <laughs> but I think that's Same. it for news. Was there anything else I missed? Nah. No. All right. Well, Hey, hopefully you guys got your waiver claims. Although we're recording a day early, so listen to listen to our last episode. My I have one league waivers ran today, and I was outbid by one dollar. And it's a league where we have a fab of five hundred dollars, but I was outbid I don't by one dollar. That that league is weird because I don't know how you're how much you're supposed to bid on players when you have such a high budget. Apparently, fifteen dollars. Although someone in that league offered me a weird trade. He offered me Rex Burkhead in a fourth round pick for JD. Mc... No, he, I gave him Rex Burkhead and he gave me JD McKissick in a fourth round pick. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> like, fuck it. I don't care. I like Mc- McKissick better, honestly. than Burkhead. I was gonna, That's what I was like. Cause eventually <laughs> a event, fourth like, round pick just to see what happens with it. And sure. Yeah. I was like, fuck it. A dart throw and a, I think a better running back than Burkhead. Cause it's only a matter of time. So Burkhead might be the starter for Houston right now, but eventually Damian Pierce will replace him. And JD McKissick, who was actively sought after this offseason, fuck it. Yeah, I'll take that. I, you know, what's funny, that also made me think, you know, like if you ever send out a trade to somebody and they accept it right away, do you ever think like, fuck, maybe I should have offered, <laughs> maybe I should have asked for more all the fucking time? Yeah, if they accept it right away, yeah. I usually try to. St- I usually send an offer and then I'll usually like try to chat them, say something just to, cause if you yeah. just send offers, like, I really do think that you, like you could talk people into trades sometimes. Like it's hard with a lot yeah, of good ask, players, ask but there's some players that. out there. When he tries to sell yeah. you Brandon LaFell, like he's like the next greatest thing. I was just a couple years early on him, boys. He still <laughs> had his year, the sun. Yeah, I got curious. I actually looked. I found a Brandon LaFell autograph online for like $14, and I'm going to get it for you for Christmas. Guys, listen, I I just got a trade offer in one of our leagues, and you tell me what you guys think. We'll do this shit on air. Here we go. Ooh, live. I love it. I got offered Myers from New England and a a third-round pick this year for Cordell Patterson. You can probably get more. I think so too, and I better believe when this show is over, I'm going in there with the fucking counter, baby. Wait, what'd you say it was? Getting a little trade rippy already. Uh, it is Myers in from New England and a third round pick for Patterson Cordell. You get Patterson? Cordero. No, I have him. I get my, I get Myers and a third. Yeah, I think you can get more, especially as of now. Like Patterson had a great game. Cause like, you know, we've even, we even talked about it 
on one of these episodes where it's like sell Patterson as early as you possibly can because there's no way it's going is to this, last. Also, is this dynasty? It is. So even if Patterson has a great year, he only got what one, two more after that. He's almost thirty. He's, years he's old. already like thirty-one or something like that. Yeah. So I think he's got like half the year, and he's done. Yeah, and you get a relatively young receiver, probably four more years left at least, and a pick to. It's, it's a it's a late pick, but they can hit. Dotson hit late this year so far. We'll see how he turns out the whole season, but they hit. Agreed. I would, I would, I would want, I would, if it was Myers in a second, I'd, mm-hmm. I'd be, I'd be more interested. Yeah. Something that, something that's like, would have a better chance of hitting is like, like consider. sweeten the pot or, a little bit. Or, or even if, or did like, give me like, give me like two seconds and you can keep Myers. That's it. I wouldn't even really want Myers that much. Yeah. Like he's okay for PPR. Like he's got a safe floor. Like he's a decent wide receiver, three flex kind of guy. Cause you know, he'll get you five catches for you know 55 yards but i don't know like it's just it's so boring because like right now it right now but but the roster construction makes a difference too are you trying to get picks and rebuild or are you contending now because if you're contending now that doesn't help you correct if you're if you're rebuilding or maybe like a contender where you but you could you could do without patterson and kind of you're in that middle phase i think that you'd be all right for a pick but if you're totally rebuilding i would just try to get picks Agreed. Plus, Patterson's running back five right now. I'd probably keep him if, if I was if I was a contender, mm. or give him Patterson and like a fourth for a first round pick. Or yeah, for I'm, lean, se- I'm leaning towards that. I need I need my firsts. Yeah, or or even like a second if if it's going to be like a high second, I'd give him Patterson and like a fourth pick for like a, a high second. I'm down for like two seconds here. If you got a first, awesome. But I'd be down for like two second round picks. Yeah, that would be bad either. Pretty solid. You have a pretty good chance of one of them hitting. Agreed. Anyways, moving on. Let's talk about some football, boys. Thursday night, we got the one and O Chadges taking on the one and O Kansas City Chiefs. Vegas has the over under at fifty four and a half, with Kansas City favored at minus four. This breaks my heart, but for pigskin pick them, I'm going to take the Chiefs. I just think short week, banged up Chargers offense, Kansas City looked good. I think it's going to be close, but I, I think Kansas City wins. Yeah, I agree. And I'm picking the Chiefs also. I don't think I'd bet this game on the spread, though. Four points? like Fuck no. That's could oh, be a could close. be a one-point game right here. Like... I'll take the Chiefs, though. Yeah, I've got the Chiefs as well. They go ahead and get the clean sweep. Uh, I just think Mahomes and the offense is going to be it's going to be a fucking shootout. I'm excited for fantasy purposes in this for sure. But uh, I, I got the Chiefs. They've got a uh, in the matchup predictor here, a 54.8 percent chance of winning. So it's pretty close. It should be a good game. Like I said, I think it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, for fantasy implications, you're starting your charges. Herbert Eckler. Mike Dub, Josh Palmer actually does have me interested. I mean, granted, he wasn't used very much in the Raiders game, but I think when one of your star players gets hurt in like the first quarter, that throws like everything gets fucked up. But now they've had a few days to prep. I think Josh Palmer is the solidified wide receiver handcuff, so to speak. They they love that guy. I know DeAndre Carter came big last week for them, you know, with the uh, 
three for 64 and a touchdown. But I think it's going to be Josh Palmer is going to be the guy you start. And I think Gerald Everett is actually like, I like Gerald Everett. I, I think Gerald, Gerald Everett should be rostered in every league now. I think you could probably get away with starting both Palmer and that Carter guy. I think they'll both get, because San Diego throws a lot. That'll be the number two and the number three receiver on the team. If you're, if you're in a pinch, I wouldn't, I wouldn't try to go out and do it, but if you're in a pinch, I think you'd be all right for a week. Okay. Other side of the ball. Chiefs playing them homes. Juju. What about, okay. I mean, you know, the Chiefs are pretty easy to analyze, but like, what about Miko Hardman or MVS? Are we interested in either of those guys ever? Uh, No. Yeah, I agree. It's too unpredictable. They're all they're both gonna have good games, but good luck figuring out which one. Yeah, it's all about it's all about Kels. It's all about uh fucking Juju. I give me some CEH too, man. Fuck it. The way he got used last week, I think it's gonna be good. I think yeah. he's gonna have a nice little year. I'm Maybe. actually the uh yeah, we all we all got CEH pretty high. We love the matchup. I mean, yeah, it, it it's gonna be it's going to be pretty good. Moving on. We got the one and oh Miami Dolphins taking on the one and oh Baltimore Ravens. Uh, let's see. Vegas has the over under at 44 and a half with the Ravens favored at minus three and a half. Despite the, the close point total. Give me the Ravens. I think the Ravens win this game. I, I think otherwise, I think the Miami Dolphins are going to pull this shit out of the hat. I think that they're, uh, they're turning a corner. I think they're going to shock a lot of people because I do think the Ravens are pretty damn good. I'm going all the way against the matchup predictor. They've got the Baltimore Ravens at a 72.4% chance of winning. I just think the uh, Minnesota or the Miami defense is going to be pretty fucking locked in. And the offense, man, I think the offense is going to be just fine. I really do. I don't, I don't know if Baltimore is all that good of a defense in all honesty. So I think the, uh, what can be a high-powered Miami offense is going to show that shit. Yeah, it's hard to match their speed, too. I, I'm still picking the Ravens. I think that, you know, the Dolphins looked good against the Patriots, but the Patriots are not what they once were. I think the Dolphins have a shot at pulling it off, like Rome said, but I'm still just going to go with the safe play and pick the Ravens. Mm-hmm. Although the Ravens' defense of old just isn't the same anymore. But for fantasy purposes... I, I still think, you know, give me Chase Edmonds. He was, I mean, 12 carries, 25 yards, but, you know, four catches, 40 yards. That's pretty nice. If he, if he scores a touchdown, you know, we're, we're speaking much differently of Edmonds, but safe floor. You know, you're starting. What about Gusecki? Is Gusecki just kind of a non thing now? Yeah, fuck Gusecki. I think he's he's a blocker now. He had one catch for one yard on one target last week. Yeah, he had his one good year, and it's been not great since we can move on from him i think yeah <laughs> moving on jk dobbins does he play is it i've i've seen no updates for jk dobbins so far i don't think they've announced anything yet i wouldn't be surprised to see him sit out one more week i, th- I think that when they i think when he comes back he's going to be the guy and they want him to come back like ready to go and they're doing all right without him if they st- if they lost last week, maybe they'd be like, okay, we need a better running back. But they won. I think if, if they need to, I think they might give it another week. It's too early to tell. Yeah, I, th- I agree with that. 
If he's out, I want nothing to do with Kenyon Drake or Mike Davis. No, they fucking, suck at football. Mike Davis, son of a bitch. Had to start him in one of our leagues last week, but yeah. Are you guys interested in playing Devin Duvernay? He had the big game last week. I got to see one more game of it being a thing. If if he gets if he out targets Bateman, then maybe it's a thing. But I still think Bateman's the man. Bateman, I mean, Bateman and Andrews. But Bateman had five targets. Duvernay had four. So that's what I'm saying is if he can out target Bateman, then I think he might be a thing. Other than that, he's that he's the deep flyer. Eh, I don't know. I'm still I still like Bateman. Fair enough. Yeah, I I like I'm kind of the same with Bateman too though. I kind of want to see one more if I you might have to start him depending upon when you picked him. But both of them I kind of want to see. I think what's going to happen is one of them is going to start to establish themselves. And right now it's just too early to tell who's going to get it. All right, moving on. Own one Jets taking on the one and O Cleveland Browns. Vegas has the over under at a disgusting forty and a half, with Cleveland favored at minus six. Give me Cleveland because the Jets are can we, bad. Can we just simulate this shit on Madden instead? <laughs> yeah, probably please. Be there. I'll take <laughs> Cleveland too. Oh shit! Yeah, we, they definitely uh, they took the spread here on all of us because I'm going with the brownies. But uh, listen, I like the Jets. I think I like Robert Sala. I'm a I'm a sucker. He's an old Niner fucking defensive coach. I'm rooting for him. I want him to be great. But it's like you got Flacco and Brissett. This is just a fucking ugly game. Yeah, I'd like to see that regular fucking quarterback for them. He hasn't. Zach Wilson. Yeah, Wilson. He's always seems he was hurt last year too, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I just want to see him play already. You know, he's pretty young. All right, uh, Michael Carter, Brees Hall. What do we do? I, I mean, at this point, I think Carter, but it's, it's I don't like either of them. Brees Hall had a lot of targets last week. I don't really like either of them. If you have to flex them, not the end of the world, but you probably have better options. They both did, though, because Hall had 10 targets. Carter had nine. So pretty close. I actually I think Mike, I think this is going to be another Michael Carter game more than a Brees Hall game, which is both gross because you drafted Brees Hall, you know, six rounds earlier than Michael Carter. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's just a matter of does Brees Hall have it at this point then? Because nine targets and I don't remember, I think he had only four rushes or something like that, but. That's 15 targets almost. That's That should be plenty to be an RB2 or flex play. Yeah. So you just got to get it done. And then, you know, Elijah Moore, he has the potential to be, you know, insane. But I actually, I, out of the, the Jets wide receivers, I ranked Corey Davis the highest out of all three of them. Like, if I have to play one of the Jets wide receivers, to me, it's Corey Davis. I like Corey Davis, man. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I just... I don't know. Until Zach Wilson gets out there, it's like I don't really give a shit about watching Joe Flacco throw the ball fifty nine times like he did last week. I'll pass. I don't want it. I don't yeah, want any part of it. I like him once Wilson's back. I think he's just brings a little pep to the offense. Yeah. Other side of the ball, you play Chubb, you play Hunt. You're playing that chubby cunt. Yeah. Um Amari Cooper is technically the number one wide receiver, but he had an awful game last week. Three catches for 17 yards on six targets. Uh, DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I mean, you know, 11 targets, six for 60. Like, is 
is Cooper slowly becoming irrelevant now? I don't uh, I don't want to say that he's becoming irrelevant, but boy, he might be. He just didn't get the job done at all. And apparently Peoples Jones is looking like the fucking favorite of at least Brissett. Peoples Jones has always been solid, even in years past. Like he doesn't get a lot of time, but he's been solid when called upon. Amari Cooper's starting to look a lot like Allen Robinson. That's what I'll say. I don't know if I'm ready to give up yet, but man, it's not looking good. I mean, if if he comes out flat footed again, I mean, God, like, do you, maybe maybe try to trade away Cooper while he still has somewhat of a sexy name. Well, we can learn from Allen Robinson. The the, the I want to say the mistake. Like, we he still could end up being good, but at this point right now, it just seems like too much of a risk. There's safer floor players to draft. Hold right, on, I gotta, on. Go, got I gotta go call up Brian to make a trade. There we go. Uh, moving on, we got the O O and one Indianapolis Colts taking on the O and one Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Colts actually win this game. They should have won last week, but you know, shit happens. But I, I, I think the Colts win this game. Oh, I'm sorry, over unders. Vegas has the over under forty six and a half with the Colts favored at minus four. Yeah, I got the uh, I got the Colts as well. I just think Jacksonville is, they're just not there yet. They're bad. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I was, I was impressed with them last week, but saying that means like I expected them to be worse, but they were still pretty bad. (laughs) Um, I'm picking the Colts. Yeah. Uh, For fantasy purposes, is, is Naheem Hines in like flex consideration? Cause I mean, he, he had a decent, I mean, not in terms of rushing three carries or four yards, but six targets, six catches for 50 yards. Like, is Naheem Hines, like, in that running back three flex consideration for you guys week to week? I mean, in, in a PPR, yes. In just a regular, nah, I don't think so. I mean, and how fucking Taylor, dude. 31 carries for 161 yards and a fucking touchdown. They, he's he's so going to own the backfield. He's just so fucking good. I just, like I like Hines. I have him in a couple of leagues, but you got to have that PPR to make him really worth it to make the, the fucking juice worth the squeeze. Mm. Yeah, I agree. In the standard league, you're getting like six points out of him there. It's not going to cut it. And I just don't think he's going to get enough red zone opportunity to make up for it. And, you know, like a lot of these second backs get a lot of red zone touches and that's Jonathan Taylor's zone. So it's like, all he really have is, has is catching upside. Yeah. You play Pittman. Other side of the ball. I think you play James Robinson uh, over ETN. I mean, you, you didn't draft it that way. Play them both. You know, uh, I'd say play them both. You kind of have to the, just... They, they just on, uh, need to run the ball more. If the team runs the ball more, they're going to be a lot better. Like Trevor Lawrence, I get it. He should be a superstar quarterback one day, but... James Robinson averaged six yards a carry. ETN averaged 11 yards a carry last week. Just like run the ball more. You play Christian Kirk. That's probably it for Jacksonville, right? Correct. Yeah, Christian Kirk seems sneaky. I'm actually sad because I've traded away all of my shares of Christian Kirk. Now, granted, for the most part, I feel I got good return for him. But now I'm just kind of sad that I don't have him anymore because I think he's just going to be that every week consistent, especially in PPR format kind of, you know, they paid him a shit ton of money and Lawrence is just going to be peppering him with targets. So, Mm. but that's the name of the game. You know, that's fantasy football for you. All right, moving on. We got the 0 and one Patriots taking on the one and O 
Pittsburgh Steelers. Vegas has the over under it again at a very gross 40 and a half with the Steelers. I'm sorry. The Patriots favored at minus one. I'll actually take the Patriots on this one. I think the the question marks with Najee Harris and plus New England getting punched in the mouth last week against Miami. I think Bill Belichick's pissed off. They're not going to have Matt Patricia or whoever the fuck was calling the plays, call the plays again. And and I, I think they get right and sneak sneak away a victory here. Yeah, you might be right. I uh, I went with the Steelers. This is the closest matchup predictor I've seen. They've got the uh, Steelers favorite at 50.1 to 49. So <laughs> it's, it's a coin toss. <laughs> it's a fucking coin toss. But the reality is, is that I see is I'm not sure if Mac Jones plays this game. He's questionable. Uh, I know he has some back spasm things going on, which that can definitely be figured out by game time, I would imagine. But if he's playing with discomfort, he's not going to be nearly as good. I don't like much of the Steelers' fucking weapons. I think Trubisky, 21 of 38 for under 200 yards and a touchdown. I just He's not going to get the job done, but I think it's going to be enough to beat the Patriots. I'm no fantasy value whatsoever, but enough to beat the Patriots. I agree. I'm taking the Steelers. That defense looks really good. And I understand that walk out hurt, but I don't think it impacts the defense that much. They may lose a, a few solid plays out of him, but they're deep. And, you know, Bengals couldn't score and the Bengals are a much better offense than the Patriots. And, yeah. you know, I don't think highly of the Steelers offense, but I think they're, Good enough to score 21 points and win the game that way. Uh, for fantasy purposes on this, on the Patriots side, I don't even really like Damian Harris or Stevenson anymore. Like if, if they come, cause they split the, they basically split the backfield 50, 50. And even if you combined both points, it wouldn't be that good if, if you combine the two. So, I mean, if you have to start somebody, my guess would be I, I actually I give the edge to Stevenson just because now that Ty Montgomery's out, I feel that he's going to be that pass catching back and stuff like that. And then, I don't know, maybe Jacoby Myers as like a wide receiver three flex kind of thing. Just got to throw to somebody. Yeah, that's that's it. That's all. I don't even have anything <laughs> to say on it. Other side of the ball, you play Najee if he's in. If Najee's out, do you guys playing Jalen Warren? No, and I'm going to tell you why. Yeah, well, you probably should because he'll get touches, but their leading fucking rusher was Claypool with six carries and 36 yards. I, even with Najee, like, what the fuck? When did he go? When did he go down? Towards the end of the game. So Claypool was just the leading rusher? Yes. A wide receiver? Who do they Najee think they are? The Niners giving the ball to a fucking wide receiver? Najee Harris, 10 carries, 23 yards, and two catches for three yards, but what one of them ended up becoming a touchdown. So uh, Najee Harris only saved his fantasy day purely because of the touchdown because he – I was watching that game. I was heavily in, invested in that game because of Najee Harris, and it was uh, very sad. But uh, D, you're playing DJ. Do you play Claypool? You guys interested in Claypool? Hmm. Not, not particularly. I'm more interested in Fryermuth. Fuck yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. I think in other weeks I might be more interested in Claypool. I think the Steelers can find themselves down certain times where you could see a value. 
where the Steelers are going to be losing a lot and passing the ball. But Fryermuth, I think, is always going to have a value, you know, short yard situations, racking up some catches, and probably some red red zone targets. We all have Fryermuth as a top eight play this week or something mm-hmm. like that. So, yeah. Go go with the Muth. Yee. Moving on, we got the other 001 team, the Houston Texans, taking on the 001 Denver Broncos. After the embarrassment that what was the Denver Broncos last night or Monday night, I'm going to take the Broncos to get right and beat Houston. Yeah, absolutely. They're uh, 77.6% favorites to win here on this matchup meter. It's They should come out fucking guns a-blazing, ready to just beat pound sand up the ass of the Houston Texans. Yeah, they, they should come out, and they should be a little frustrated too, so they should come out hot because – they played pretty bad last week, but in Houston played pretty good last week. I still think the Broncos are going to be a better team. Houston may hang in there kind of like they did against the Colts, but eventually, you know, they'll be overcome. Yeah. Agreed. Actually, can we take a break right here? I have to poop. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right out. back. <laughs> You're good. I say we leave it in first. Well, yeah. Fuck first it. Leave it in. This is good stuff. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> All right. Well, Josh, he's out there pooping. So we're going to go ahead and fucking keep this shit rolling with a little bit more in-depth dive here at why I think they're going to be great. Uh, first and foremost, I mean, we might as well talk fantasy ramifications, right, Fish? I think Russell Wilson Absolutely. is going to fucking probably dominate this game. He's still, he, it's not like he played terrible last week. 29 of 42 for 340 yards. You wish he would find the end zone more only once through the air. He got 20 points. Yeah. For quarterback that you picked probably at the eighth quarterback overall, you would have wished he got a little bit more, but do you really expect Carson Wentz to beat him every week? No, you know, like he's over, he's 16 quarterback right now. I think he's going to be fine. I think Seattle's defense played a pretty good game. Like, is I don't think the Broncos are really in trouble. Their defense just played well. I think that this is Houston. Their defense is not going to be as good as Seattle's. Agreed. You know, they stopped they the Colts for a little bit, but I don't think that that's going to be. Right. Yeah, I think that it's going to be – I just think it's going to be a shit show for old Houston. They're, they weren't supposed to be good, right? Everybody's saying on paper they're fucking awful. And I believe that. And then to keep going with Denver, I think that their two their their two headed running back is is really not too fucking bad. You know, it's, it's good. the problem like is it. is is they eat off of each other, which sucks. It's bad for fantasy, but they're like for production in a game for an you NFL know, team. Yeah. Good. Fuck yeah. Um, the Colt or the the Texans remind me this year of the Detroit Lions last year. Like they're. They're going to be a little better this year, and they're going to be able to hang in more. I feel like a lot of the bad teams like that is like that to me. The Jaguars, if they coach these teams right, if they, like if the Jaguars ran the ball more, yeah, they could hang in some of these games. Absolutely, and I think I think that you're going to see that from Houston this year. I'm not quite sure Absolutely. about the Jaguars yet, but yeah, I mean that's still yet to be yet to be seen. But yeah. I hear I hear you with Houston. They kind of proved that week one against a good team that everybody was expecting just to right. just have them wipe their ass with them, and that wasn't the case at all. So 
Welcome back, Josh. Did you have a nice poopies? Yeah, dude, it's great. You know, when you just kind of like spray the bowl and leave. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> oh, <it's one> <laughs> Called call, call the drive by, the hit and run. That's yeah, just how go. fucking gross Houston is. That I had to tuck and take diarrhea during the podcast. <laughs> there we go. Here we fucking go. Just, just talking oh, about this fucking game made me so sick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you well, we're talking, kept talking about it, but we talked about Denver mostly. Yeah, we're talking about the well, Denver. Denver has much more fantasy relevant stuff because, like, with what Houston, you you play Cooks, maybe Burkhead. Ugh, I would play Burkhead. Gross. Yeah, you just play Cooks. Cooks is great though. Oh, dude, Cooks was wide receiver twenty three last week. No, Cooks, twelve yeah, targets, seven Cooks. for eighty two. I'd play. I'd play Cooks until he retires. Because you're playing all of Denver. Yeah. Yeah. We were Actually, I Denver saw someone earlier. on Twitter. They talked about Alberto. Mm-hmm. They talked about Alberto and they were like, oh, are we worried? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I was like, he went, you know, five for 33 with six targets and he was one yard shy of a touchdown. If he had that touchdown, we're not even having this discussion. Exactly. Because then he would have been five yeah. for 34 with a touchdown. That's perfect. That's exactly what you want from a tight end. Yeah. He'd been like the tight end six probably. Yeah. All right, we moving on then? E. All right, moving on. We got the 0-1 Arizona Cardinals taking on the 0-1 Las Vegas Raiders. Vegas has the over-under at 51.5. God damn. With the Raiders favored at minus 5.5. I actually like the Raiders this week. It bothers me because I never want to root for the Raiders because I'm a Charger fan, but they look pretty good against the Chargers. And the Cardinals... If anybody watched that Kansas City Arizona game, goddamn, they're in trouble. I agree, but not in this. I think there's going to be an upset. I think the Cardinals are not what everybody was expecting, but I still think they've got some upside. You got Kyler Murray, and it's like let the guy go out there and play sandbox football, and I think he'll be just fine. I think that he has enough firepower around him to beat a team like the Raiders who just, I don't know. I, I don't think the Raiders, I don't know. I liked, I liked Adams, but that was about it to be honest with you in the whole game. So if I can double Adams and make somebody else beat you. And I think that, I think that Arizona has the firepower to, to win. Uh, I'm picking the Raiders here. I think what you said, Makes sense, but you said double Adams make someone else beat you. But Waller and Hunter Renfro would feast as long as Carr actually looks at him. That's really the deciding factor here. Does did they give Carr a crutch that he didn't need that he's trying to use as a crutch when he doesn't need to? And it's kind of unknown. I think the Raiders probably should also run the ball a little bit more just to mix it up. Like they threw a lot of passes, but I think the Raiders will win. I I think Arizona. I don't know. They're, they're sloppy. They weren't looking good. I think Josh is on to something. They're, they might be in I trouble. I told you they're going to win somewhere between like five and eight games at the end of the year. And this ain't the week, baby. Go Raiders. Mm. Uh, for fantasy implications, you're playing Kyler, James Conner. I, I mean, you know who you're playing. You're playing Hollywood. What about Greg Dorch? The Dorch. You know, was this more of a Rondale Moore is out and um, – DeAndre Hopkins is suspended. Like, is that more why he was, you know, nine targets, seven for 63, which isn't a bad game. Yeah. I mean, they, I think it's the offense, right? They've got fucking four wide receivers all the time. So Dorch is just the next guy up if Rondell doesn't go. And I don't know if it's a thing, but it's, he'll be out there. (laughs) It definitely will be out there. 
I, I think he'll be out there, and I think it could be a thing. I mean, A.J. Green played 74% of the snaps with four targets, two receptions, 13 yards. I think Dorch could easily overtake A.J. Green. I understand they're not the same type of player, but, like, target-wise, like, A.J. Green doesn't seem to have it. It's going to be Brown and Dorch, and even when Moore comes back, I think Dorch will get some. Like Rome said, there's they got a lot of receivers on the field almost all the time. I'm looking at the rankings right now. You guys are much higher on Zach Ertz than me. You guys all have him as a top 10 play. I got him outside my top 12. I think he's around tight end two. His stat line, granted, he's currently the tight end 10 on the week. But that's because he went two for 14 with a touchdown and a two-point conversion. But, I mean, that touchdown in garbage time is his salvaging thing because he wasn't Yeah, good. but he played 60% of snaps. He's coming back from an injury. He's limited. I think he stayed healthy. I think he'll be able to kind of recuperate more over the week. Maybe see seven targets. I think he still has touchdown upside and tight ends. When you're talking about top 10 tight end, still be in the top 10 with a touchdown. Okay. So you guys are still playing Ertz then? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Other side of the ball, the Raiders. You already know who you're playing. Um, Devontae Adams, it's funny, all day on like Twitter, I just saw people going like, God damn, Devontae Adams is so good. Too bad the Packers couldn't get a wide receiver like that for their roster. Devontae Adams actually had more receiving yards than all of Green Bay. Yeah, it's not Green Bay's out. fault, dude. They offered him the most money as a receiver, and he was like, nah, dude. Go play in Oakland. Vegas. Vegas, that's right. God damn. Which is, which is why he went. I think he wants to go out there and be the next guy to... He wants to be the next Calvin Ridley. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Derek Carr, you know, not that good against the Chargers. Would you be okay playing Derek Carr this week against the uh, the Cardinals? I mean, they gave up everything to Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, but if he does bad again in this game, then I'd be sketchy the rest of the season. I, I, I think the Cardinals are weak right now on defense. Chargers, pretty tough game. God damn right, Chargers are the best. Or so, the Super Bowl. I don't think it's as tough a matchup for Carr. I think he'll be all right. All right. I'm bored of this game. Moving on. We got your one of your Monday night football games and the last game we're going to be talking about tonight. 0-1 Tennessee Titans taking on the 1-0 Buffalo Bills. Vegas has the over-under at 49.5 with the Buffalo Bills favorite at minus 10. Give me the Bills because they absolutely destroyed the Rams and they Tennessee lost to the Giants, man. God damn. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I'm going the Bills also and I feel like this would have been a good game in my mind if it was the one and O Titans versus the one and O Bills, and they had beaten the shit out of new out of the fucking Giants like they were supposed to, but they didn't. They lost, and it just doesn't feel the same. Uh, I'm going Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo's Buffalo's offense is obviously too good, but their defense is going to stop this. Now they do run nickel a lot. But, you know, they've gotten bigger. Stopping Henry, they might have to, like, add some bigger bodies. But that's really all you have to worry about in Tennessee is stopping Henry. Like, are you really worried about Traylon Burks yet? No. Dude, I don't even know if teams are that worried about Derrick Henry anymore. Like I said, I watched him get depleted against the Giants. Like, yeah, is this the be- is this the beginning of the end for him? Like, It could, could be. be. I mean, I, I, I lean on the side of Henry. He still had a pretty, pretty decent game. He wasn't, like, the Derrick Henry of old, but... He just didn't find the end zone. He still had 82 yards, which is not the most, but 
Not yeah. terrible. If he found if he found the end zone, the, we wouldn't be having this conversation because he'd have a nice little game on his hands. Funny, funny story about Derrick Henry though. Um, he went to the Heisman house before the college football season started, and a lot of guys were talking like, "God, is that a curse like, or something?" No, no, no. Well, I, maybe. But they were like looking at him. They're like, "God damn, man, you're fucking huge!" Like, what do you weigh? And he said, two twenty five. So they went out and got in the scale. He weighed two seventy. Like, dude, Christ, motherfucker! Like, there's gigantic. no way you weigh. Of course, you, know. you don't weigh two twenty five. What the fuck? You weigh two twenty five in like sixth grade, man. Like, I was gonna say, he probably about? hasn't weighed two twenty five since he was ten. <laughs> and that's not even saying he's like he. Like that's just like pure muscle. You wouldn't even if you had oh, pure no, muscle dude, that size. There's no way you weigh two twenty five, dude. If you unless you're like, like a lean ass, because as as we all know, and I've been very vocal about it for years, I love looking at beautiful chocolate men. And Derrick Henry shirtless on the internet, he is a beautiful chocolate man, and there is no fat on that body. Uh-uh. I mean, yeah, dude, I was looking at pictures of no Debo Eddie Lacy here. the other day, and I was like, oh damn. Yeah, yeah. Debo's a beautiful chocolate man too. Yeah. But uh, now, for, I, now I gotta go look it up. Let me see. Yeah, go, go look up. Go. <laughs> oh, Rome's so hard right now. Debo Samuel shirtless. This is where the show. This is where the show falls off the rails. Fish has had a couple beers. We're all having a good time. I've I, I had a weird diarrhea thing because of whiskey. Yeah, dude, it's a fucking Tuesday night. Nothing yeah, dude, I'm off. You might as well yeah. have a good time. Today was my day off from work, so like, fuck it, let's get drunk, talk fantasy football, have to take a shit during the game, during the show. Three beers, man. I'm not trying to get drunk. Oh damn! For the for the fa- for the fantasy purpose for Tennessee, so you're playing Derrick Henry. What about Dontrell Hilliard? Do you guys, or is that more just like a fluky thing with the three for sixty one and two touchdowns receiving? It's fluky, but I like him as like a handcuff type stash player. Definitely like bench he, stash. He's yes. just he's just as valuable as like. Alexander Madison, especially with Henry coming off an injury. We, we think he may be slowing down a little bit. We'll see. Are you guys interested in any of the pass catchers for Tennessee this week? Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Other side of the ball. Dude, I don't know, man. Buffalo's deep. The only thing, my only concern is fucking Dawson Knox. Cause like, I think actually I'm going to look it up. I think I was the lowest on him again. I think I was the lowest on him this week. Uh, yeah. I mean, you guys have him right around the top 12. I got him at 19. I just, I don't know, man, two targets, one for five. I just, I, I, I think, I mean, last year, him and Josh Allen were like BFFs, but Stefan Diggs was just, maybe it was a, a, a game script thing because he was absolutely torching Jalen Ramsey. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, I'm, as a fantasy owner, slightly concerned about having pretty much anybody on this team that's not Josh Allen or Stefan Diggs. Sure, yeah. Gabe Davis had a pretty good game, but he only had five targets. He got the deep one for a touchdown. And then, like, could that happen every week? Sure, but five targets is not a lot. Isaiah McKenzie had three targets for a touchdown. Like, they're, the touchdown production is not going to continue. And Jameson Crowder only had four targets. And, I mean, Stefan Diggs had nine. I think his target share is going to stay up. But four targets, five targets, if you don't get that touchdown or a big play, like, that's a bad game. Uh-huh. They spread I the ball like, around a lot. I still like Devin Singletary. I think he's okay as an RB2 or flex. Yeah, he proved himself. I mean, kind of. He only had 
eight carries. But he actually looking at the stat line. He fucking sucked. Yeah, yeah. He he looked he looked good. Yeah. He looked good, and he was the guy being used for most of the game. And then, like, halfway through, Zach Moss came in and got six carries. Right, and the leading rusher is Allen with 10 carries for 56 yards and a touchdown. So He looked so good against the Rams. Yeah, he did. I mean, they shouldn't have talked all that shit to him. I think Davis and McKenzie can be fine plays, like, if you're leading, like, another wide receiver three who's kind of in the same scenario. But... I don't think it's going to be like super consistent all year. Agreed. So like my only concern with Gabe Davis though is, is, you know, he, he had 122 yards, but 53 of it was that one touchdown. So, I mean, you right. take away the touchdown. It's it, you know, that, that game well, not was very five good. targets. Mm-hmm. It was, it, here's the thing with targets is you expect him to catch what? Maybe a good receiver catches like, 90%, but like you expect like a Gabe Davis to catch like 75% of his targets. He's caught four out of five. That's pretty much what you expect. If you don't get a touchdown or a big play, four receptions could easily be four receptions for 40 yards, four receptions for 25 yards. It's like you need volume at the same time. Like you don't want to just bank on big play. And we'll see if that volume increases. But I'd like, I like my receivers to have like, Seven plus targets a game, if I can. Yeah. If it's number agreed. one, when number one, number two receiver, I want ten plus. Absolutely. Anything else you guys want to talk about tonight? Or we 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 all good? I think we no, covered think it all. Good. All the fantasy games, some bowel movements, our taste in chocolate men. God, we hit everything, yeah. and we did it with ten minutes to spare. Damn right. I'm glad I had diarrhea and extended the show. Yeah, Fuck, that yeah, was like five did. more minutes. I wish we could have watched. You know what? You, you got to subscribe to our OnlyFans to watch that. <laughs> That's an extra fee. But, all right, well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Get us on social media. Filthy F-Ball Show. At Big Rump. F-F-F. At F-Football-Fish. Those are the Twitters. Instagram at Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Uh, email us at filthyfantasyfootballshow at gmail.com and again thank you so much for the love I appreciate you I am King Josh Josh the King Big Rome Fantasy Fish have a good one y'all